This is how have you not seen? Yeah, kind of. I mean, it is, but it's, it is. It's, it's like, well, what is it, Caroline? Well, if you're accessing it, you're you're accessing it from our podcast uh, feed. But we're just kind of doing. Uh, so we kind of took our mid season or our mid year like summer vacation, which we do pretty much every year. And we just kind of thought before we begin our next season, before we finish out the end of the year, we've got a lot of uh, stuff on the horizon and we're kind of like changing some stuff up. We have a new member on the team, all that fun stuff. So we're kind of just like doing a little bit of a reset, doing like a reintroduction to the show, letting folks know who the who the heck we are. If you're listening, no to plans, no plans, just vibes. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, that's producer Corey, if you don't know. Corey, do you kind of want to talk talk us through what we're doing? Today? Absolutely. So uh, we uh well hold on. Before we before I talk us through what we're gonna do today, let's let's go ahead and introduce the new member of our team since it's been uh four whole seasons since you two have introduced a new a new person uh to the team. So, that's so um, true. We uh, have a brilliant new social media manager. Uh, I guess, I guess, actually, Callie, is that is that you cool with that title, social media manager? <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> Great. No plans, just vibes. Um, uh, Callie, do you want to go ahead and introduce yourself to the fine, fine people of How Have You Not Seen? Uh, yeah. Um, my name's Callie. I uh, I host the Pacino Pod with uh, with Jane. And um, I'm excited to to be doing your social media and watching movies with you guys. Yes. And I'm excited to have somebody to talk movies with that's not a straight man. No offense. <laughs> no offense to you two who are two of my best friends I've literally ever had. And you're the two best straight men in the world to talk movies with. And I can promise you that. Yeah, we are. I'm just- I'm just here for balance, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, what we're going to do, I thought it'd be fun um, kind of as a general kind of reintroduction to the three of us and introduction to Callie. Uh, my, so favorite movie. We're going to go around. We're all going to say what our favorite movie is. Uh, and then we're going to do my generic icebreaker. Uh, this is like if I ever am in a situation where someone needs an icebreaker question, this is what I go with. And it's, what is your desert island movie? So if you were stranded on a desert island with one movie, what would that movie be? And then um, third, because we did not do a Oscar retrospective for 2023, uh, we did not tell you fine folks what our favorite movie of 2023 was. So 2022. Time is a figment of of all of our imagination. It's so true. Um, So Caroline, you want to go first? What's your what's your favorite movie? Um, so I mean, if you've listened to the pod before, you've heard me talk about it, but it is true. Um, it is the film that, like, for so many people of our generation, got me thinking about movies as something more than just a thing that was on TV, and got me thinking of them as some as as something that people who like gave a shit about stuff had to sit down and make, and actually had to like like build. Um, and that film is The Lord of the Rings. Um, you know, I'm one of those people who says that it's, it's, it's one movie, you know, it's one long saga. Um, if I, if I have to get granular about it, if I have to pick one of the three, I will pick the third one because it is the longest one and it is the most. And so that's how you get the most Lord of the Rings for your buck. So that's the one I will take. But yes, my favorite film ever made is the Lord of the Rings. Carson, you're up next. 
I'm the the answer I usually give for this question is definitely the movie I'm going to pick for Desert Island movie. So I'm not going to say that, and I'm going to say what I'm, there's like ten movies I could call my favorite movie. I'm going to say the other one I frequently say, which is uh, Before Sunset, a film that we've done on the podcast, the second in the Before trilogy. Uh, it is no other movie makes me feel emotions as much as before sunset and what is the point of art if not to elicit feeling that's so valid that's a good that's a really good that's really good that's really good choice yeah it is um callie i'm gonna throw it to you because i'm cheating and still looking at my letterboxd (laughs) that's what I was just doing I was like how do I I feel like every time I answer this question it's different but maybe that's kind of the point is that your favorite movie can be can change um I'm gonna say right now it's woman of the year which uh came out in 1941 I believe let's see if I'm right about that 1942 actually 1942 are you a um are you like a fan of movies from that generation yeah, I love classic like screwball type movies and I have like a like a deep obsession with the like uh Catherine Hepburn Spencer Tracy uh like they made 11 movies together while they were also like having a like an affair <laughs> and I I think that's cool. But Woman of the Year is the first one I think that they did together and it's just like amazing, groundbreaking, beautiful and like Cat Hep is like wearing like all of these like amazing outfits and stuff but it's also kind of like uh a wonky story <laughs> like <laughs> they like in this story they like adopt a child and then take him back <laughs> honestly oh that's, oh that's, that's fucking funny <laughs> that's a move honestly yeah um shit. like spencer tracy is like you should have asked me <laughs> like it's like kind of a anyways uh it's a great it's a great film and it's directed by george stevens who is like one of the the screwball directors i ask i ask that because i feel like that's i don't want to speak for caroline and carson but i feel like collectively that sort of genre era is one of their at least i think from hearing you guys talk one of your bigger blind spots yeah anything made before like 1970 yeah absolutely yeah Yeah, no it is it is that thing where my letterbox will absolutely out me as one of these bitches like i love older film don't get me wrong like it's a thing that i do like I, i do frequently love like going through and like trying to catch up on some of the classics but it like my letterbox absolutely does out me as a bitch who every it's literally every decade you go back like the number of films i have seen from that decade is less and less and less like to diminishing returns the entire like for the entire length of like cinematic history so um callie good answer and like way to come on the pod and like sound way smarter than us on your first day congratulations damn (laughs) my name's callie and i'm smarter and more refined than everybody on this podcast yeah that was not my intention (laughs) no i know or 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 the meaning (laughs) (laughs) okay i am just gonna go i feel like this also changes frequently and i um before I started working on this podcast, was a huge MCU stan and uh, still am the biggest of the three, but these two kind of broke me irreparably. So, not our intention, not my intention. I can't speak for Caroline. Not, not my, my intention. intention. At all. It was not my intention. It just, but it was a happy byproduct. It is yeah. a, it is a, it is an unsurprising byproduct of you yeah. listening to me talk for multiple hours a yeah. week. Yeah. Yeah. For, for the only person who listens to you more than 
I guess probably I would guess probably anyone in the world. Uh, yeah, fair yeah. enough. Um, you have to hear it all like at least twice because you have to hear it while I'm saying it, and then you have to hear it again in the in the, in the editing. And then if so. and then if I listen to the episode, it's it's all out there. But um, all that to say, uh, if you've listened to the show, you know I am a huge horror bitch. Um, favorite movie? I'm gonna go. Here's the thing. It's not my favorite in the franchise, but I'm going to give it as my favorite. I'm going to answer this as my favorite movie. I'm going to say Scream. The OG Wes Craven Scream. Yeah. That's a really good answer. Good answer. That's a yeah. good answer. Um, I personally am a bigger Scream 5 fan because I think that uh, similarly to Spider-Man, uh, it w- kind of my theory on spider-man is your favorite spider-man is who you watched when you were a kid slash growing up slash it hit you at the right spot and i think that um whichever you know meta commentary on media consumption uh from the scream commentary hits closest home for you that's your favorite one and so for that reason i'm a big scream five fan but if i had to give favorite movie i'm gonna go scream yeah just kind of like the kind of like me with lord of the rings it's kind of just like it's a series it's yeah I use that. Yeah. Cause like I do that when I like do like my letterbox stuff is like when I have lists, if it's like a series of films, like I have like the evil dead in like my top 25 and it's like, it's like, it's like, I'm throwing the first evil dead in there. You can, you can put any, like, it's just, it's a series. Not it's evil, dead evil dead two is the one in my top 25. Well, no, but I mean, like, I think for me, evil dead two is the film I like more, but it's yeah. just like, I'm just kind of like, and then like for flavor, like the evil dead films are in here, but like I throw in number one. I don't know. It's jazz, baby. It's, it's, it's letterbox. <laughs> um, all right. Next desert Island movie. Um, Carson, why don't you go first this time? Oh, I'm going to uh, very confidently say Spider-Man 2. It is yeah. uh, the movie, the the kind of joke, but honestly true thing that I always say is the movie that I've watched the most in my life is the Adam West Batman movie because I watched that movie so much from ages three to ages eight that it like overshadowed any any other viewing I've ever done of anything else. But in terms of my adult life, the movie I have seen the most is Spider-Man 2 and I never get tired of it and it always makes me laugh and it always makes me happy and it almost always makes me cry. I love that for you. Yeah. I'm obsessed with that. I take it to a desert island. I'm not going to, it's not going to get stale. Yeah. I'm going to be uh, building my own machine made out of coconuts <laughs> and, and then sinking it into the, into the sea and reenacting the Doc Ock scene. And you are still going to try to get the power of the sun in the palm of your hand. Just oh, I'll hold the sun. Be, you know, Carson, have you ever have you ever heard of the play uh, Mr. Burns, like the post electric? I, I forget the what the exact subtitle no. is. It's just it's it's a play. A it's a post electric play. Is oh okay post electric play yeah and yeah. so it's a it's a play in three acts and it's like the it's just like it's like the first act is like very shortly after like the world collapses and it's a bunch of people sitting around a fire just being like, Oh, I remember those old Simpsons episodes and like, like discussing the Simpsons. And then the second act is like, okay, it's like a hundred years, like however many, however far in the future. And like, now Simpsons is like kind of like myth, like it's like yeah, 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 yeah. Legendary notes, and then the third act is an entire like like operetta that is just like what if what if the founding cultural myths of like of like generations prior was the Simpsons? Um, 
Yeah. And it's I, all the I, same I, episode told each each of those different ways over the three yeah. acts. Yeah. And so I'm just I'm just imagining the um I'm just imagining the civilization that uh that comes from you and like five other people on a desert island and all that's there is you and Spider-Man too. I and well going to become like the myth, like the main cultural myth of this. Like I would say I believe there's a hero in all of us. Exactly. Would be like <laughs> that would be like you know, uh, whatever, like the Lord's Prayer, you know, that'd be the foundational statement. Yeah, Just, just the that. whole Aunt May monologue is like, uh-huh. like, you all get together, you hold hands before dinner, and you just do the whole, the whole Aunt May monologue. Watch this go down. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I believe it. That's very similar. There's, um, I don't know, I think it's like a funnier die sketch, but it's this like Beatles in the year 3000, the whole thing. It's like a documentary about, the, like a very straightforward documentary about the Beatles, from oh, the year three thousand, yeah, but everything's wrong because they, yeah, it's all everything's all like, like yes, yeah. yeah, everything's all mixed together and not quite right, and like Elvis is one of the Beatles, and you know, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's awesome. Whoever wants to go next, it's you okay. serve it. Yeah, I can go. So, I mean, I mean, the thing is, so initially when Corey pitched doing this, uh, he said he posted in our in our group chat and was just like, I was like, all right, and like I think the questions are favorite film desert island film and favorite film series and i said cory i have this that for me that is the same answer it's the lord of the rings the lord of the rings and the lord of the rings like i can't like i'm like we can do that I was like, if you think that's a funny comedy bit i was like i will do that i can do that and i um, said no yeah so we did change the final question however like so if if me picking the lord of the rings is my favorite movie does not preclude it from being my desert island movie then it is my desert island movie because similar to carson spider-man 2 nothing makes me feel so much as watching that movie nothing like nothing taps into both like my inner child and like how much i have grown over the years and how like i like watch this film and i get inspired for like what the rest of my journey can be blah 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 blah. um and also it's long as fuck so it's never getting old um it's fucking long as hell so that's always been my desert island movie however if i have to pick a different one i will if Lord of the Rings is my favorite movie of all time, and I can bring it as my Desert Island movie, my Desert Island movie is the original The Matrix. Um, mm. I'm, wearing my, I'm wearing my from director Lana Wachowski shirt right now. I know nice. that's the fourth one. It's not from the it's not from the original, but um, it is uh, because that is like the most hype film ever made like for me like every single time I watch that movie I sit down and I'm like oh yeah like I've seen this movie a thousand times I know everything like I know the next line that's gonna come up and every single time by the end when they're just like jumping out of the fucking helicopters I'm like watching it by myself in my bed or on my couch and I'm like pumping my own fist just being like god this movie is so good and it is like so insanely so insanely uh just like engaging and energetic that I think that that one Though it is significantly shorter than The Lord of the Rings, I do think that uh, in terms of films I love, that one's going to give me the most mileage as the only thing I can ever watch again forever. Hell yeah. Pretty fair. Nice. Yeah. Uh, Callie, I, what's your choice? Um, Mine would be Hot Rod, I think. I could watch that <sighs> Great over answer. and over That's and over again. Answer. And it formed just like so much of my personality as a kid to... Um, I also think I just identify with it a lot because I want to fight my dad. So it's like, <laughs> that's never going to go away from me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I was like obsessed with that movie as a kid. That was one of my first like favorite movies. I love that. Um, okay. I have not answered yet. Have I? 
No, not. Okay. Uh, for the longest time, my answer to this question was Captain America: Civil War, which, like, there's plenty to pull apart there, but that that's a different episode. <laughs> um, I be your that can be your movie, Corey. It's like, okay. You're your allowed movie. to like things. It's your desert no, island. I know. I know. I know. Up to survive. If like, you, that's one of the good ones. If you were like fucking Thor: The Dark World or The Dark World, I'd be like, no, like, shut up. <laughs> Thor: Ragnarok. I'd be like, sus. I'd be like, sus. Ragnarok's good though. Yeah, that's a no, different. I know, that's... It's one of the better ones. But if that was yeah. your Desert Island movie, I would be like, sus. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, I, I think that I, as I'm looking through my letterbox, I, I appreciate the vote of confidence. I know it can be, you know, my answer, but, um, I'm going to cheat and get two, uh, because I can't decide between them. And I think the two that I'm going to give describe my personality to a T, uh, and those two are Moulin Rouge and Singing in the Rain. Ooh. Ooh. Moulin Rouge give you really the energy good. to accomplish things. Yeah. Yeah, that's those are two really, really good ones, actually, because I feel like I feel like, oh, man, that's really going to that's really going to guide your desert island experience. Exactly. I feel like if you if you are left alone on an island with nothing but singing in the rain, like you're like you can't have too bad of a time. Yeah. Yeah. You're like like saltwater hallucination of make them laugh is going to be amazing. (laughs) In incredible exactly exactly what a way to go where is where is moulin rouge i feel like you would i, I feel like you would you would there would there would be so much still stirred within you you know you you retain so much like romantic humanity that like exactly i don't know maybe it would give you that maybe it would give you the gumption to to build a boat and get off the island you know uh, cer- it there, certainly if could that's the goal if that's yeah. the goal, i don't know and then between the two of those uh as i'm dying my hallucination would just be the last 90 seconds from babylon okay fuck i was okay (laughs) i was gonna sit wait to mention this until after we were done with this but now i can't we're gonna say it and then we're gonna move past it well last uh, we were talking about old movies in the last question this one you said singing in the rain so i watched the first two hours of babylon last night and then it was very long movie first two hours great movie I am so worried as to what the third hour is going to be. Uh, I do think we need to, at some point before the end of the summer, we need to do an emergency. What have we seen? And we need to talk Barbenheimer. Yes. And we need to talk Babylon because now I feel like I need to. Get I don't want to talk Babylon. You don't want to, it's so Carson, weird. Caroline, it's such a weird movie. Carson, you and I can have an emergency Babylon episode. Okay, we'll talk about Babylon. We can bring Caroline on later. The thing about Babylon is, one, I was already going to make a Babylon joke later in this podcast, so (laughs) I feel like my thunder's been a little bit stolen. sorry. That's fine. The other thing, though, Carson, (laughs) is you are a smart man, and you are not on Twitter. You're not on... Yeah. I was... I was... As... I was in the trenches. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> when Babylon came out, I was one of those people. Because the thing about Babylon is, it is so divisive, and there are so many film critics who I genuinely respect. And I'm like, and I'm like, I've been reading your work for years. I think you are incredible. And they are like, Babylon's my favorite movie of, of like last year. And I'm like, you are fucking insane. I was like, that movie is like <laughs> bad. Like that movie is like not good. Um, and I've seen people that like I kind of hate, and they're just like. Yeah, so Babylon sucks, right? I'm like, oh, heartbreaking worst person you know actually makes a good point. Like, <laughs> so I was there. I lived. I lived talking about 
Babylon. My life for two weeks was an emergency. What have we seen about Babylon? That okay. sounds like Corey and I will do a downfall and we'll talk about it. Yeah, <laughs> you could have logged off at any time. I could have, but I couldn't have. That's the thing. Uh, see, You're allowed the, the, to, but you can't. The secret to being on film Twitter is just going, <laughs> that's stupid, and moving on. Yeah. I, I, we'll move on. I just want to say the last hour could really sink it. It's a long fucking movie. Uh, it's a long movie. The first... The scene where they do the first sound recording is the best studio comedy they've released in ten years. Like, I disagree. Any major I thought it was very. So... Uh, I thought it was very. Uh, uh, All right, I'm going to. funny. Pro- Whatever. We're moving on. <laughs> produce, and we are going to go on to the next question. And the third yeah. question, I'm going to start just because I. Uh, I know I love this movie. Uh, this is my favorite movie and immediately went to one of my favorites of all time. Favorite movie of 2023, 2022. I don't care. Time's made up. Uh, everything everywhere all at once. And I never had an excuse to talk about it on the show and I loved it so very much. And, uh, that's all I have to say about that. But also (laughs) pay me. I will write a whole book about it. I love that. Um, Kirsten, do you, did you, did you make a list last year? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Because I can do my top. I can do I'll my top. My, I'll do my list. Yeah. I made a whole. I was ready to. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait. Can I do that really fast if we're doing that? Yeah, just go for it. Yeah. Top ten. Have it All ready right, by the time we come back. Callie, Four, do you want to do you want to go while we're preparing? Um, I was just looking through my letterboxed like 2022 movies, and I think probably the one that I'll like revisit the most is After Sun. Did any of you see that? Carolyn and I I watched it together. It's my number 11. It's like barely outside Mm -hmm. of the list. It is on my, Um, it is on my list. Yeah. It's so good. I just, I like went and saw that when I was home in DC and then like, I had like an hour drive like back to my parents' house and I just like cried the whole way home. (laughs) Um, I think it's like so beautiful and I think about it all the time. Um, And then I also really loved Pearl. Yes, correct. Uh, That's my number three. I fucking loved Pearl. There's like- Did you like X or- yeah, I loved X. Like it's, it was so funny. And then I felt like Pearl was like more emotional and yeah. like on the opposite end of the coin, but it was still like really effective. And she like, her love interest is like a projectionist and like, he like invites her into the projection booth to uh, show her a movie. And I was like, oh, I know that move. <laughs> <'Cause>, uh, <laughs> done that before. Um, but thankfully she didn't kill me. um and then i also loved everything everywhere all at once that was like a huge like thing for me both like personally like i saw it i think three times and then like professionally like the theater i work at like pretty much got to like stay open from 2022 because of everything everywhere all at once and then like after it won the oscar we got it again and like pretty much everybody came back and saw it like a second time so that's cool yeah yeah i mean thing was a hit thing was a hit it's one of those movies we're going to talk a lot about right now and then also in five years yeah yeah 100 yeah. it's such a it's such a it's such a moment like yeah. such a fucking moment like the that's convergence of so many things happening it's the way that i hear caroline talk about like what movies did for her and like the matrix specifically like you saw it and you were like it kind of opened a whole world i saw that movie and was like oh there are so many things that are possible that I just didn't ever really think about. And it, it just really like sort of fundamentally altered my DNA of like how I watch and take, take in movies. 
yeah yeah i love that i like um, that movie a lot but i like swiss army man better fucking that's fair yeah, um fair. so kelly and Corey, because carson and i are like pedantic film losers who like log everything on letterbox and like i literally have a list of every film i watched last year uh ranked um i do too do you guys have any okay i was gonna say do you guys have like a list ready do you, or do you yeah. want to just, like, throw out some honorable mentions because i'm we're about to talk a lot so i want to give you guys some I have, yeah, I guess a few more. Uh, there's that documentary, Fire of Love, that oh, I was like obsessed with. I wanted with. to see that. I didn't catch it. About the volcanologist. That was another one that really got me. And then um, Vengeance, the the Western that BJ Novak wrote and directed. And was that in. good? I really liked it. And it has yeah. the guy, I'm blanking on his name right now, but... I like sent you a joke about it, Caroline. I was like, this is like 2000s Michael Bean. Like uh, he's in Vengeance, he's in Justified and he was just in the new Indiana Jones movie. Um, but he, sorry, yeah. I'll get his name. I, I'm forgetting his name as well. Is it Boyd his name Holbrook? Is, it is Boyd, Boyd Holbrook. Holbrook, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, he's he's in it and he's like BJ Novak's uh, like counterpart in the film. And I think he's brilliant in like everything he's in, like, I don't know if you guys have seen Dial of Destiny, but he's uh, he's like a good Wait. he's a good villain for it. He he's the 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 square jawed guy and the bad guy in Dial of Destiny. Yeah, so like Mads Mikkelsen is like the, yeah. the big baddie, and then this guy is like one of the henchmen. He's the other guy, okay. Mm-hmm. He's the he's the guy that every time you see, I saw Dial of Destiny and I hated it. Um, he's the guy <laughs> that every time he comes on screen, he gets a little bit bigger. Does he? Like he gets, but I feel like my joke with myself by the end of that was by the end of the movie, I was like, this guy is eight foot tall. He's this so guy big. has been going to the gym every yes. single day that they're filming Dial of Destiny. Yes. Um, that's interesting. I'm like, uh, a pu- like, I just like love every Indiana Jones movie. Like I'm down for this skull. I understand that. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think those are those are the, my standouts. What about what about you, Corey? Uh, I'm gonna fly through my top ten. So sorry about that, guys. Uh, number no ten, way. the adaptation of Matilda the Musical that got put on Netflix. Uh, it was lovely. Number nine, a hotly contested movie on this show, but I fucking loved uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. Oh. Is that that hotly contested? I feel like we are all just like, yeah, okay, fun. Sam Raimi oh, was there. Yeah. I yeah. thought you both. I thought you both really disliked it, but no, um, I gave it like a, that was so I, long ago. I gave I it remember. like a three and a half on Letterboxd. I'm pretty sure. Well, then, just kidding. Number I, nine I, I was like, Multiverse of Madness. Uh, number eight was a uh, Swedish horror movie called Watcher. Uh, Swedish might not be the right country, but it was from somewhere in Europe. Uh, it was lovely. Number seven was The Batman. Uh, number six, Elvis. Number five, Scream 5. Number four, X. Number three, Pearl. Number two, The Menu. Uh, number one was Everything Everywhere All at Once. The Menu got so very close to beating out, uh, to getting that top spot, but I just couldn't do it. Um, a few honorable mentions, uh, Terrifier 2. Um, and, oh, <laughs> marry me i'm gonna throw that out as an honorable mention oh hell yeah hell yeah marry me is in my top 20 for sure yeah, yeah. for sure oh, sitting yeah. at 18 for me from last year yeah probably um all right carson or caroline uh yeah i'll go go for it yeah i'll go from also from 10 to 1 um uh, uh a movie that only i saw but i swear to god it exists despite the fact that nobody else fucking saw it 
3,000 years of longing. It's really fucking good. Everyone <laughs> should see it. Uh, number nine, The Batman. Eight, nope. Seven, The Banshees of Inner Sheeran. Six, everything, everywhere, all at once. Uh, five, Avatar, The Way of Water. Four, The Northman. Three, Tar. Two, R, R, R. And number one, The Fablemans. Steven Spielberg's uh, yes. The Fablemans. Yes, yes, yes. I my list is I'm going to start with eleven because I feel like my list is very generic. Like I feel like normally I go a little bit bonkers with my lists, but I feel like 22 was like a pretty chill year for me. Um, yeah. But so I'm going to start with number eleven because it's one of my more bonkers choices. But coming in at number eleven is Michael Bay's Ambulance. It's a good hell movie. yeah. It's in my top twenty because that movie rips ridiculously hard. Um, number ten is The Woman King. Uh, number nine is Top Gun Maverick. Number eight is The Banshees of Inisherin. Number seven is The Menu. Number six is After Sun. Number five. Baz Luhrmann's Elvis. Number four, Jordan Peele's Nope. Number three, James Cameron's Avatar, The Way of Water. Um, number two uh, is Todd Field's film, Tar. And number one is uh, S.S. Rahamouli's uh, 2022 film, R.R. Are. I would love to tell really quickly the story of the time when Carson and I watched RRR. It was on Netflix. I was staying at his house for a weekend and we knew this. Have, Callie, have you seen RRR? No, I haven't had the chance. I okay. so, so I won't, I won't so give good. too much away. I won't give away like the plot because like there are like several like big plot twists in it, which are really fun. And so I won't give them away, but it's a three hour long film. And you know, the, the, the film kind of starts with like, you know, it's, it's all about like, like British colonialism in India and like fighting that and all that stuff. Um, and so we're watching this film and we did not touch the remote. We didn't like pay any attention to it. And it's like at the point, it's right at the halfway point of the film um, when they, uh, they kind of like do their first big climactic battle sequence. Carson and I were unaware that we were only halfway through the film and so it was like, it was going, it was going, it was going. And one of us went oh. to the bathroom. Yeah. Fire, fire. Like, There's so much fire. Yeah. And we were just like, okay, like this is clearly like the big end battle. Let's like, and one of us just like had to go to the bathroom or something. So we paused it and we saw that we were only 90 minutes into a three hour long movie. And we both just threw our hands up and started yelling. Just yeah. completely, <laughs> completely nonverbal. Just like yelling out of excitement of like, how was this the midpoint of the film? In Honestly, any other film, this would be like any other film. Like we're talking like Avengers Endgame level, like shit's going, like shit's going insane. Yeah. So that movie, that film was such a delight and such a treat. The exact reaction I had, well, not the same reaction, but the exact thing I had when I was watching Babylon last night and I paused it and I went, well, yeah, this is about the end. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's what should be the end. Oh. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Um, awesome. Okay, so that is, I mean, those are our questions. That is, um, that is who we are. What? Uh... I guess, I don't know. I'll leave it up to one of the two hosts. How do you two want to sign off of this thing? Uh, 
<laughs> well, I mean, I think we got to I think we got to do what we do at the end of every episode. And Corey, I think you need to tell all the nice people where they can find us on the Internet. If you like what you hear, please be sure to like us and subscribe wherever you stream your podcast. Leaving a review would also really help out the visibility of the show. A huge thank you to Callie McAlexander for our social media. Make sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram and TikTok. A special thank you to our newest patrons, Lola Lyrola, Carrie Betts and Sherry Betts. If you'd like a shout out on the show and bonus content, head over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash hhynspod. The Patreon contains series on all of our favorite films. We just ended the Alien Cigarillogy, and this month we are starting a series on Mel Brooks. We'd love to have you over on our Patreon where you can get all of our content for just $5 a month. Caroline, I'm, I'm engaging in the fantasy. I don't know if you've ever had this where I'm imagining the guys from RRR, but they're riding on the back of Payakan. I have never had that. Wouldn't that that be so cool? (laughs) I have never had that fantasy before, but I am now. God, could you imagine? Could you Those guys and Jake Sully just absolutely whipping ass? Yeah, that'd be great. Uh, God, just across the moons of Pandora. God, that'd be great. That'd be so good. Oh my God. Jake Sully could bring could bring like a bunch of navi to india to help wipe out the the colonialists and then he could bring all of them to pandora and they could fight the united states marine corps (laughs) (sighs) the canonical villain of the avatar franchise i say it all the time but the villain of avatar 2 uh says the word semper fi with all the all the like evil destructive malice of like somebody saying and now mr bond you shall (laughs) exactly 110 percent uh, um, I have a well, question about Babylon re Avatar. Yes. Uh, How awesome. So like, great sentence. The, oh wait, never mind. Okay, Carson hasn't finished it. Oh yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. I don't have a question yet. Oh, I know what your question <laughs> is though. Is it about thing Margot is- Robbie fighting the snake because that was pretty cool. No, <laughs> you'll that totally been the understand end of the what I mean. Okay. You are correct. I'll, I'll be waiting. That should honestly, her getting bit by that snake. That should have been the end of the movie. They should have yeah. just done. Uh, Carson, you know you're like 10 minutes from Tugboat, right? I fuck! I forgot that he was in it! <laughs> oh, now I'm excited. No, now I want it to keep going. Now I'm glad there's more movie. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited. Well, um, so I think that's all we've got for this. Uh, we're about to start our next season here, like, very, very shortly. Um, we record all these in order, so I don't know. But if I did know, I'd say it was, uh, we're going to be doing Hedwig and the Angry Inch. That's true. That is true. Which Carson um, has not seen. A movie I've never in, seen. In canon, in in podcast canon, Carson mm-hmm. has not seen that film uh, in the sense of linear time. We're about to record that episode right after we're done with this. So Carson's absolutely seen the film. But You can't mess with a canon event. Uh-uh, That's you can't. True. You truly can't. That's Miguel true. O'Hara's giant ass will be very angry at you. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, thank you. I guess I don't know. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Catch y'all. We'll catch you guys next week or whenever. Yeah. I don't know exactly when this is dropping relative to our next episode, but goodbye now. Mm-hmm.